Welcome back to Trends in Low Places, a comedic exploration of the dumbest stories of the day. I am one of your hosts, Mike Cushing. And I forgot that that was a part of the show that I was supposed to prepare beforehand to his well-preparedness, Michael Howard. Yeah. Michael, how are you doing, buddy? That was, I think, one of our most seamless best intros yet. <laughs> well, uh, you know, I'm doing I'm doing good. I think this is the is this the first this is the first podcast um, from my new home, my new yeah. office here. A lot uh, of changes. A lot of changes. Times they are a changing. Yeah. Just, Michael, you know who I blame that intro on? Hmm. Seditionists. Curtis? Oh. Oh, yeah. I know. Curtis. Like we talked about. <laughs> uh, the opposite of seditionists. Curtis. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's definitely the seditionist's fault. Um, they, they broke in and stopped me from being able to do what I was supposed to do. So, and it was weird that they did it for what, four, five, six weeks in a row. It's hard yeah. to even, like, who's, who can even say at this point, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, I felt pretty good that we were going to be back on track and then, you know, we weren't and everything, somehow the world got worse than it was. That was interesting. I didn't see that coming. Yeah. I think that's the problem is that like every time we have a sliver of hope that things will get better and we go hey we should start doing the show again i feel better about the world in general it immediately just takes a giant shit yeah and but i feel i won't say confident but i feel optimistic that this will be the first episode in the biden's america Mm -hmm. um a new dawn rises and honestly i don't know because tomorrow while we're recording this tomorrow is inauguration day. So I don't know <laughs> that that sure. is true. I can't guarantee anything, but I have fingers crossed and I am optimistic that when we release this, things will be Biden's be- America. So. <laughs> things will be good. Yeah, it is weird, Michael. And I, I, I am going to rush through this because I do have something to get to, like mostly for my own sake, just mm-hmm. to make it through it. Yes. Um, but it is weird that we almost, we started this show almost four years to the day. Yes. Of like, we need something to look forward to in Trump's America. <laughs> we just want to make it through. And I think we did a, I mean, all in all, a pretty good job of finding funny things. That is but true. But like, as we've gotten down to the wire here towards, you know, maybe, you know, moving into a new home. Yeah. Moving into just a new, you know, a new broad open spaces. Things, we did kind of fuck up making a show that relied explicitly on finding funny things in the news. We did because... On social media. <laughs> Honestly, I think that n- no one could have predicted that Trump would literally infect every single part of the world and mm-hmm. the world news for four straight fucking years. And it would just get worse and worse and worse every single year. And so I'm hoping I just look, they keep announcing who Biden's cabinet is. And the thing is, is like. Before Trump, I had no fucking clue who was in people's cabinets unless there was something important. Like, I knew about Stephen Chu, right? Yeah. That was important. But, like, I didn't know who the fucking head of the DHS was or the education secretary because I didn't need to know that. That was not for me because I do not have an interest in education secretaries. I'm glad that they exist. I'm glad that they're doing their thing. But now I need to know I needed to know everything and I'm so I'm so looking forward to not having to know that stuff anymore just letting the people who are adults pick those people and then they do their job and I never have to hear about them and do adult stuff and I do so two things Michael one I feel like no one will ever have that level of like privileged comfort ever again there's like well Probably you know what? listen now I'm in the fucking machine and I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna know the extended family members of the like the secretary of the interior I'm gonna be watching that fucking person like a hawk they can fuck off if they step wrong you do um, have to keep an eye on them now because look we didn't keep an eye on them for close enough and this is what happened 
Yeah. This is what happens when you let children just run amok. But now even I'm like, okay, I don't know anything about the secretary, whatever the secretary of interior does. I assume important stuff. I'm going to watch this motherfucker like a hog. Oh my every God. I'm day. keeping an eye on him I will or her. Say, the other piece of that was that uh, this was a very, very privileged take that I, I wound up never posting on social media because it wouldn't have looked good. <laughs> but on election day, I had every intention of just being like, you know, all all I'm looking forward to is not waking up with my first thought be, I wonder what he fucking tweeted at four in the morning while I was asleep. And now I don't have to worry about that anyway, because he is off of Twitter and all of social media, which is good and also weird um but it's just nice that like i don't have to wake up every morning being like i know i wonder what joe said while he was like slamming a mcgriddle on the toilet <laughs> like i didn't i was on twitter before 2016 obviously but mm-hmm. i wasn't on twitter in the same way because it didn't seem as urgent now it's literally like i wake up i check twitter just to know how fucked up my day is going to be like mm-hmm what has happened and and each time you think wow this is a surprise i didn't think it could get any worse and then literal insurrection at the capitol building and now there is literally no ceiling mm-hmm. like, where I, we go from here until that moment i thought there was a ceiling but now i am concerned that there is no ceiling so i'm hoping upon hope that in tomorrow and probably yesterday or two days ago for for the listeners um there will not have been some catastrophic thing yeah, Michael, that, this makes, that, that makes this show right now and what I'm saying look really, really fucking stupid. That's, Michael, such a good point. And again, I don't want to belabor this too much because, again, I do need to get to something before it is literally going to kill me. But I, I know we've talked about the world being a simulation, specifically this last year, yes. maybe last you know four to ten years being a simulation uh, run by some petulant child. And I do kind of think that even the coup attempt at the Capitol is very indicative that like, this might just be a computer simulation. And like the computer just rolled a low like dice roll for like how well organized it was going to be like, oops, you failed. Like because like it was so incompetently done and everyone involved was like posting pictures of their bare faces on social media or live streaming and being like, yeah, here I am doing this edition. Not even that, though. They were giving interviews after the fact bragging about where they were in the Capitol building and what they did like afterwards they were they weren't even remorseful like oh what the fuck did we just do like we just came out of a fucking hangover and like did I really like steal a parking cone and and throw it at a cop not even that kind of thing it was like yeah no I remember everything I did and I'm proud of it I would do it again I would do it 100% of the time so yeah patriot um now I know, Michael. I don't want to drain that too much because it's podcast poison. What I do want to get to is something that we've talked a little bit on this show. It's been a while since we've done a um, a What's on Weibo. Ooh, what's on Weibo? So this is not technically a What's on Weibo, but it is from our good friends. Well, our, you know, our, our frenemies <laughs> over in China. So No, I would, say, I would say that probably 90... 90- five percent of china is our friends yeah i mean yeah okay i'll give it to you i'm not gonna whatever i'm not gonna go on record about (laughs) anything with that but um michael uh something that a rich history on this show is me doing bad things to my body Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm, for mm -hmm. funny goofs um hey remember when you ate all those oreos and we still don't know where the pink went 
Yeah, and Michael, weirdly enough, it does have to do with Oreos because I failed the Oreo test. I ate all the peep, the pink peep flavored Oreos. They were supposed to turn my poop pink, and they didn't. They didn't. I don't know. Again, that's still in me somewhere. I'm very worried about it. Um, we've also talked a little bit, a lot of it actually, about uh, spam, the the mystery meat spam. The I would say the the physical spam and not the electronic yeah. spam. Yeah, no, I mean, that's just a, a part and parcel of the internet world. But no, the devil's bacon spam. Um, I, I don't think I don't think I've eaten. I don't think I've eaten spam since like youth group when it was a I funny joke to eat spam. And I don't remember what it tastes like at all. I don't remember which episode it was, but I definitely as a haha, funny, funny goof. goof oh, yeah. hundred percent spam for this show. Yeah. We also talked about pumpkin spice spam and mm-hmm. that I was going to eat and review every single of the <laughs> 13 or 14 ep- like flavors of spam. That was in uh, episode 113, basic spam season. Can I say that out of all of the things that we have said we were going to do and we didn't, that is probably the one that I am most glad about because I, I do. I love you, buddy, and I do not want you to die because you ate too much spam. Well, Michael, I'm going to go ahead and split the difference for you because um, after our last episode, um, on December 21st, 2020, McDonald's introduced a, uh, or McDonald's China introduced a sandwich. Uh, I'm a, sorry, a what? A sandwich. Sorry. A sandwich. A sandwich. Sorry. Yeah, I was, yeah. you said yeah, sandwich bad. and I was like, I don't know what that is. My, my bad. I apologize. Um, the controversial, and this is from the New York Daily News, controversial quote, Burger is made from two slices of Spam's canned pork, a generous serving of crushed Oreos, and a creamy sauce that is similar to mayonnaise. So the, I recently found out that the person who comes up with the very just extraordinary innovations at Taco Bell makes quite a bit of money. Oh, they have to. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that the person doing the innovations for McDonald's China is underpaid, Mm -hmm. uh, underqualified, and just generally mad at everyone (laughs) Mm -hmm. because that sounds absolutely fucking horrible. I don't even think Hawaiians would eat that. And they love spam. They love spam so much. They have to lock the spam into those boxes that you have to get opened up at the register so no one steals the spam like a liquor store or like video games that yes. new video games at best buy exactly i did not know that but boy howdy oh okay. yes interesting we did talk about how much hawaiians love spam on episode 113 ba- uh, basic spam season uh well michael it just so happens that i did make one of these sandwiches <laughs> Christ. <laughs> and the bad part about it is michael is that i made it an hour and a half ago because <laughs> You were late to this recording. So Oddly enough, I was late to this recording because of the just insane speed at which the city of Chicago responded to a request for low water pressure that I put in thinking that, like, maybe this would happen in three to six months. And they showed up in, no joke, three hours after I submitted the ticket. Michael, do you think that might be because of, of Trump yelling about uh, for so long about how many times you got to flush your fucking toilet these days? <laughs> and they're like, we're fucking over this shit. OK, we're going to have a fucking toilet task force. They're going to show up within like three hours maximum. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're look, done with these. We're done with this shit. All I have to say is that the only the only interactions I've had with the city of Chicago is when we requested that they put in new meters. Now, I'm going to make you keep waiting to eat that. No. 
<laughs> they were, we were presently putting new meters at our condo because the, when they build a new condo, it's all one meter and then they split it up into three th- three units. It took them, no joke, a year and a half to give us our meter. We did not pay for electricity for a year and a half. Second, they came out and they filled in potholes over snow and ice, knowing full well that that was not going to work or stick. So the fact that they came out in three hours is either a miracle or an epic troll on on their part. Well, Michael, the fact that you just told me that they filled in a pothole that was currently filled with ice (laughs) um, makes me think that they're not going to do a good job of whatever tree removal and or water thing that you. Oh, no, they're going to fuck it up horribly. They're going to install an outside toilet. They're going to install new lead pipes where there shouldn't ever be lead pipes. Michael, they're going to install a toilet outside that has, one, a heated seat, two, a really nice bidet, and, and three, just flushes so smooth. But it's going to be locked, so no one else can use it. No one can use no, it no, ever. No. I think it's just going to be an outside toilet right in your in your front yard now. I would take but, that, though, if it but, had a bidet and a heated seat. And would flush down, like, five pool balls. I'm into that. Yeah. I'll shit outside if it's warm. But also, they tore your fence down, so it's just <laughs> open to the street now. <laughs> All right, Michael, I'm going to eat this big bad sandwich just to see what all the fuss is about. Okay, and I, so what did what did you do exactly to the so sandwich? I, okay, so I, you know, I, I went all, so it's a sesame seed bun. Oh, of which course. Is of what course. it called for. Yep, yep. Um, I did put a little butter on it just, you know, to get a nice little something good on the sandwich. <laughs> what did you um, do about the, the sauce? Well, so it just says uh, creamy mayo. So I just put mayo and I probably needed to, I bet this might be okay. With like some sort of like garlic. No, there's no way it can be garlic. There's no way they put garlic in it. So I just have, Michael, on this sandwich, I have a little bit of butter on both sides of the bun, some mayo, a bunch of crushed up double stuffed Oreos, (laughs) and two two slices of Spam. And I will say to my absolute ever loving shame, to open this, to open this up. I made four slices of spam. I ate two of them, and when I took a bite, because Michael, we've done this before, and I remember mm-hmm. not caring for the spam. Maybe somehow I have gotten, you know, poorer in the last like four years. But you ate the spam. You ate the spam raw last time, if I remember correctly. No, absolutely not. I would never. Oh, okay. oh no, I, I could. I could <laughs> never. Um, but I, I took a bite of the spam, and my first thought was, hmm, that's not too bad. I mean, is it is it really any worse than like fried bologna? Um, no, yes, Michael, yeah, it is. Like, good fried bologna is very good. Um, I will say also, I, and I probably fucked up on this one, so I bought a can of, I went to the Kroger, because going to Kroger Obviously. to the Publix felt right for this. You cannot go to, um, you go to Publix for your Spam Oreo sandwich. No, it's, it's illegal. Just, it's just against the rules. Um, I, so I got a regular can of Spam, and also Spam with Hormel bacon, and I probably, I think this might have been better with the bacon, but. Yeah, yeah, but not, not really within the spirit of what you're trying to do no so i'm gonna say two things michael one it this does feel like a lot of bun do you want it like do you want to heat do you want to put it in the microwave real quick just to just to zap it or you just want to eat it room temp i think right the now? mic so i microwaved it before we got on which again at this point is half an hour ago uh, i microwaved the spam only um i feel like microwaving the oreo <laughs> like cream and the mayo would be a bad time um so i'm just gonna take a big bite yep, of, yep, of yep, this yep. like lukewarm sandwich I i'm think gonna it's try to watch you but i can't guarantee that i'm going to here we go okay your face says not bad 
you're chewing still and you're not mm-hmm. you're not immediately spitting it out you're not making a face you you seem like it is something that you do not necessarily enjoy but you tolerate out of nowhere a maple syrup flavor emerges and i maple don't know where syrup. that's coming from huh. i don't know where that's coming from at all i think you're but having not, a stroke maybe i'm not hating it if i'm gonna <laughs> say that much this is not a bad sandwich are you gonna finish it I'm gonna take another bite. Just to, I'm gonna flip it over so I get I lead with the Oreo first. Mm-hmm, see what that does mm-hmm, for me. Mm-hmm. It's not an easy bite. I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just just a quick. We just need a quick level set, real quick. Like you're sober though, for the most I am, part. I am sober. You are not high at all. Nope. Do you think? Do you think that if if you were high, that that sandwich would be acceptable to finish? If I was high, I I would make another one. Oh boy, okay. Like something about the Oreo with the spam is actually kind of good. You know what? <laughs> Chinese McDonald's is onto something. I thought I thought we had some things locked down with the McRib. This is not bad. Have you ever had yeah. a McRib? Yeah. yeah. I've never yeah, I've never but. actually had a McRib. I'm sh- I don't think you can be friends with our buddy O'Dead. Like really friends with him. Actually, no. I lived in the same city with him for four years, and like literally every day, every time the McRib came back on opening day, he would be like, "Hey, we're going." I'm like, "Okay." Here's the problem. One time, I was at, uh, I was in Arizona at Rachel's aunt and uncle's house, and they are 100% vegetarian. They don't even like let me cook meat inside the house or anything. So like, they were all at work. And I needed some food and it was 135 degrees outside. So I didn't want to walk. You took another bite of the sandwich. You actually like that sandwich. I am I'm just testing it out. Also, I haven't eaten dinner. I'm, I'm hungry. I'm a hungry boy. <laughs> and I went in their fridge and they had some kind of weird like or the freezer. They had some kind of weird vegan rib tips. And I heated them up and they were. I'm not even joking. Probably the worst thing I've ever had in my life. I did. I took two bites and I was like done. And that's what I imagine the McRib is like. I mean, it's not good. And also it's covered in so much very sweet barbecue sauce that you're not really tasting whatever's going on inside. Did you know that there's not there's not a like a very specific way that McDonald's tells them to keep or cook the McRib and that some managers of McDonald's will bring in their own crockpots? In order to store said McRib so that they taste better. I mean, I'm all for franchisee innovation, but <laughs> I feel like food stuff preparation is something that should be sort of like codified. Like, this is what you do yeah, for but our if nasty. Telling, if they're telling you like, hey, put it on a heat lamp or stick it in this fucking microwave. And you're like, what if I put it in this crock pot, though? I mean, I'd rather have a crock pot McRib for sure. Mm-hmm. You are literally uh, just chowing down on this sandwich. No, I'm actually, Sora is very much, Sora has been sitting next to me, staring at me for the last 40 minutes, waiting for her bite of the sandwich. She can't have it, though. It's chocolate. I'm clearing, oh, Michael, I'm I'm being a a good dog parent. I'm clearing off all the Oreo (laughs) onto my thumb, licking the Oreo off of my thumb and feeding it, feeding the spam to Sora. (laughs) Not not a monster. So anyway, that is not, that's, I expected, I expected you to at least make a face. You seem to be enjoying yourself. I don't know how to tell you. That sandwich was, it was a good bite. It was a, it was a pretty good bite. I think Paul Holly would be like, that's a good bake. <laughs> <laughs> so we, what you're saying is like a full sandwich is probably too big, but maybe if you had like a slider of this. I think a, a slider, I would say a slider. We, we talked about this in 113 also 
with like homemade spam. Like mm. if it wasn't just like the full canned devil's bacon, there's something about like the sweetness, but also like the sweetness of the Oreo blending with the savoriness of the pork. It actually kind of works. I'm not going to lie to you. It's not a bad sandwich. Okay. Let's for a second. What if you take a Hawaiian roll? That was going to be my, I wanted to say true. I was going to go Hawaiian roll. Hawaiian roll. And instead of spam, Taylor pork roll. Well, that's Oreos. not fair. Taylor, okay. That's going to be very good. Cause one Taylor pork roll is God. Maybe like a breakfast. honey mustard instead of a mayonnaise. I don't, th- I, I'm going to be honest with you. I think you need something like kind of like blandly tangy, mm, like the miracle like, whip, miracle, maybe miracle whip. whip, miracle whip instead of mayo would probably be pretty good with that. But also Taylor pork roll is like the king of breakfast meats. And if you've never had it, go out and get it right now. No, no, I mean, I'm not saying that this would be a comparable sandwich. I'm saying this, this would be this be sandwich better. taken to an 11. No, 100%. Yeah. This would be the in and out version. <laughs> well, Animal Michael, now that, I've, now that I've made a fool of myself, uh, do you have anything going on this week? I have a few things that we can talk about, but. Um, yeah, let's get into it. Because like I said, I spent like 45 minutes talking to a guy about a tree and some water instead of, you know, preparing for the show like I should have. So, yeah. I don't really want to talk about this one, but it is funny because I know we've talked about Gwyneth Paltrow in general and Goop. <laughs> um, Michael, I'm just going to read you a headline. And I think this is more indicative of like the state of the world, but this is from the New York Post. Gwyneth Paltrow's, quote, vagina candle reportedly explodes in UK woman's home. Mm. We did talk about the vagina candle that supposedly smells like Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina. Yeah, this smells like my vagina. It's signed Gwyneth Paltrow. Uh, it it concerns me that a candle would explode because I do not know what would be in a candle that would cause an explosion. I don't really know how you get there. Yeah, yeah. Have you have um, have you ever had a candle explode and or concerned that a candle would explode? The most I've had is like a wooden wick candle that just like pops every once in a while. Oh, sure. <laughs> Yeah, well, how do you? Yeah, yeah. but like, but then you go, it. oh, it's just a candle. It's not going to explode. It's just a candle. It's just wax popping. Um, the worst part about this story, other than just was it a queef? Oh, I, I did see some like quote <laughs> retweet of that that was just like, we call that a boombox. <laughs> that was pretty good. Got um, him. The worst part about this story though is that I like I saw that headline on Twitter just scrolling through it. Like this was yesterday apparently jesus um it seems <laughs> that was like it seems 37 like years ago seems like i literally read that a week and a half ago i just read that headline and i was like yeah okay i've become so desensitized to news already in 2021 it's like yeah of course a candle exploded that's nothing i don't give a fuck <laughs> it means nothing i just here's the thing is like i i don't know whether the problem is that there's no interesting news stories or whether i am so desensitized to just ridiculous news that i look at it and i go yeah like yeah i see this a, a man injected silas ivan mushrooms into his veins hoping that it would get to him quicker and then they grew in his blood and i go yeah that seems reasonable yeah i saw that too and michael it, it's weird because again not to bring it back to trump too much but like we're in a world where like, a legitimate concern is that Trump might be the only president in modern history to not get ongoing intelligence briefings because like they, they're worried about what he'll sell to people. But also the flip side of that is multiple, multiple people being like, okay, Trump's got one day left to tweet about aliens. Well, that's the thing is people keep saying like, there must not be aliens because Trump would have told us, but like, Mike, I said that on this us. show, I said that on this show, like three and a half years ago, but they told us already. Well, I mean, 
Blink the Department of Defense released video of unidentified flying objects that they were like, oh, we don't know what these are, but they're not aliens, but they might be aliens. And we were just like, I don't have time for this shit. I mean, there have been what ha- there have been multiple articles about literal parallel universes that they have discovered. And we're just like, look, I look, I love that. I love that you're doing this. But like, I can't I can't right now with the parallel universes and the aliens. I mean, one, it's again insane that Tom DeLonge of Blink One Eight Two is the one who like forced the like the Department of Defense and the CIA to be like, "Hey guys, there are aliens, okay." Mm. But also, I forget exactly what happened on that day, but there was something Trump did something that was like so batshit insane that like it was like, "Oh, and also aliens are real." But this, <laughs> it's like, that's the level of discourse we've reached, and then, like that's why this show is literally impossible to do. Yeah, I mean, there's there's. I'm not even joking when I say there's been times where Rachel has mentioned something that happened or that we did. And I go, I go, when was that? Like 2015, 2016? She's like, it was last year. And I, it's not a joke when I say like the last year feels like it's been 27 years. Like, no, I can't tell the, I can't tell the passage of time anymore. And Michael, I have to say, if there are beyond that being like, I know it's been difficult for everybody. It's been difficult for us to focus on doing this show. I would say the two, in terms of this podcast, the two biggest thefts that 2020 took from us specifically, they canceled the Bad Sex and Fiction Awards. Yeah, that was fucking like they they literally stole our year end show out. Like mm-hmm. they pulled the rug out from under us. And then two, we don't always do this, but um, the so CES, the Consumer Electronics Show, mm. usually happens every January. It did happen this January. Um, but, you know, it's really fun to see all the ridiculously stupid technology ideas that people bring to the table. Um, and Wait, they did, they, they did a CES like recently? They did a CES la- this week. Um, I mean, Ooh, I think a lot what? of it was digital. They had a lot of digital keynotes. I mean, I guess that they makes also- sense that CES could do something digital, but also... If I'm but not think, if I'm not able to stand in a convention center and watch VR porn while everyone watches me watch VR porn, then are you really at CES? No, but I mean, I guess you could just live stream. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you can go to digital.ces.tech and you can look at things through uh, through February uh, something uh, th- through February fifteenth. But they announced a lot of it. Like Samsung announced like a flying like robot car, like mm-hmm. a, basically a, a sky taxi. But like you know, we like to talk about the dumb ideas that came out of it. Was the chastity cage that you in this article you sent me was that part of CES or is that just no? A that's fun... another one. That was just a, Michael. That was an innovation from a past CES, I think, that someone <laughs> hacked because everything at CES is infinitely hackable, and someone took control of someone's dick. Um, the only thing that came out about it, and Michael, again, thankfully, it is dick related. Mm. Um, was I think we might have talked about something similar on a past CES episode. Was the Morari patch? Um, which is a digitally connected taint Band-Aid that zaps your taint um, mm. to stop premature ejaculation. Does it sense that you're about to ejaculate and, and slow it down, or does it just constantly zap you at regular intervals hoping that you will not ejaculate? I think it's something that, like, as you're about to, it'll just shoot shoot your brain a little bit, as a, and then just be like, oh, slow down, boy. Mm. boy. Unless, um, unless that's our kink. Yeah, I mean, maybe I just walk around this thing all day. I mean, it does have an app. I don't know if you can just automatically be like, whenever I'm feeling like it. Um, and I also don't know why this would necessarily need an app to go along with it. If it's just supposed to, we def, we have definitely talked taint, about this taint one. Taint taser. Michael, now that I'm talking about the taint taser, 
this definitely seems very familiar. We have yeah. talked about this 100%. And well, I'm not mad it's about it. It's so hard to tell because, like, there's only so many things you could do to your dick and balls and taint. There's only there's only so many things you can there's do. There's only so many things you can do. And I feel like we've talked about, like, 99% of them. But, like, people keep coming out with new innovations. Michael, I will say, this is... um. I forget exactly how I got here. I mean, you know, again, we're, we've all been locked inside. We've all looked at porn this year. Um, and it's also no secret that the front page of Pornhub is just some of the most nasty ass shit I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, what are Maybe like the, the front page of your Pornhub. Man, I'm always incognito. They can't track me. Mine's all just very wholesome missionary wholesome style. sister porns. Yeah, okay. Um, there's just one that just like, it just said like cock torture or something. <laughs> It literally had someone shoving a dude's dong and balls into like one of you know Michael like those old style like blacksmith puzzles with like nine nails twisted together. It just looked like this woman was just shoving this dude into that. It was like, what are we even like? I know there's only so many things that we can do to dick and balls. And Michael, to your point, I thought we had discovered most of them, but then I just saw this. I'm like, oh, there's like a whole level of. Okay, now you're supposed to, like, you're putting this into silly string and, like, blacksmith puzzles. And how do we, where do you go from here? I, you know, I just, the problem is people have had too much time. Mm -hmm. Too much time alone and inside. Mm -hmm. And you, at some point, you have no, like, people have no choice but to, but to go there. And, Michael, I'm going to say this. Have we ever talked about the penis puppetry? I think we might have, but we can we can circle back to it. I'd love to know more about penis puppetry. I, like I, I know we've talked about it with like our friend Dave, because anything dick related, he does bring up. It was a it was an actual like live oh, no. off Broadway situation down the street from um, our good friend Matt's apartment, where they were doing the the puppetry of the penis, which was these two guys from Melbourne. They did it at the Melbourne like whatever like what are they called French fest kind of things yeah where they could literally put their i have not seen video of it because i'm having i'm terrified to look yeah. for it not to, like if somebody sent me a video and was like hey this is puppetry of the penis i might look at it but i'm i'm afraid to look for it because i might come across something that isn't that i and will say much worse. and i think again our friend dave will probably confirm this that he has 100 sent me a video of puppetry <laughs> of the penis and then i didn't click on the link and I think, Michael, that might go back to me. And maybe, Michael, maybe there's something wrong with me and you that we have been in quarantine and lockdown just as long as everyone else. And we have not still somehow found a weird kink or started doing weird things to our balls and dicks. Like, does that make us the weirdos that we haven't started torturing our own balls or doing weird stuff? Yes, I believe okay. it does. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I just there's nothing like, wrong maybe... with us that we have not tortured our dick and balls in the last year. I mean, if not now, when? What, I mean, when are you going to... You can't do it, like, at a normal time. I think 2020 was America, really, is that when you're going to do that? Yeah, no. Now, now when it's... Everyone was being a weirdo this year. We had free reign, <laughs> free, free license. to do whatever to, we wanted. Yeah. We had just a license to be weird as Man, fuck this year, and it didn't do anything with it. I didn't even put a taser on my dick once. <laughs> you know, Michael... Uh, not to go back to the Capitol riots too much, <laughs> but like, I know throughout the last four years, misinformation has been such an an important topic and has really shaped 
fundamentally reshaped our democracy and world because no one has really fact-checked or believed the disproving of misinformation. And I I cannot say how much I appreciate groups like factcheck.org and Snopes and a couple of the other ones that are like dedicated to looking into, hey, this isn't real. And here's why. Here's here's sources. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Here's this meme that your grandpa's sharing. Just share him this link. This is why it's fake. It's from, you know, whatever. They should have left this one alone, though. They should have left the one, Michael, about the man. So there were, what, five fatalities during the riots, uh, two police officers, three, like, attendees or participants, one of whom... I prefer to call them assholes and seditionists. Seditionists and insurrectionists. um, One of whom it was almost immediately reported and then obviously (laughs) bought into my headcanon that a man who was... He had tucked a taser into the front of his pants, and then he went to steal a painting and put his foot up on the back of a chair and tased himself in the balls multiple, multiple times until he had a heart attack and died. Which, if you're gonna die while doing a sedition and, like, raiding the Capitol, that is probably the funniest way to die. And, like, especially for me as an outsider, the funniest way that you could die as being a traitor to your your country. Like, not Mm -hmm. getting shot... Not being hung by the neck until you're dead. Just tasing your own balls until tasing your heart gives out. your own balls until you die. And then the good heroes at Snope just had to be like, no, that didn't happen. I'm like, guys, give us one. Just give just us one thing. Why? Why was somebody at Snope's like, you know what? I need to debunk this myth. What, what harm was it doing for us to enjoy the fact that this fucking idiot Stormed the Capitol, tried to steal something, and tased himself in the balls until he died. What harm was that doing to anyone other than this man who had already tased himself in the balls till he died, and the guy's wife, who is the wife of somebody who tased themselves in the balls until they died? Like, that's fine. Like, if 40% of the country gets to believe that the election was stolen and there was, like, Dominion voting systems or, like, all that bullshit, Mm -hmm. I get to believe, without, like, fact-checking, that that man... Taste himself in the balls till he died and is married to or was married to a woman who was married to a guy who tased himself in the balls till he died. Yeah. I mean, how do you even go like how do you even go to your husband's funeral knowing that he died tasing himself in the balls till he died? Michael, he died doing what he loved. <laughs> Being a traitor to his country while tasing himself in the balls until he died. Michael, speaking of guys who should probably be tasting their balls until they die. Um, Mitch McConnell. Well, no, I mean, I mean, yes, but I don't want to talk about him. Okay, um, sorry, I was just there's there's probably a list of, I don't know, at least a hundred people I could think of off the top of my head who I wish would tase their balls until they died. Michael, there are two generic white men celebrities that we could talk about in relation to this exact topic. I'm gonna go the, with the one that doesn't. I'm gonna first go with the one that doesn't involve cannibalism. <laughs> oh shit, that's a that's an upset. I thought you were going with cannibalism. No, because it's funnier, and I, I think Michael to to at least. At least as we, I'll ease into it. Um, That's what she said. One of my favorite memes of COVID was early on uh, when, like, the river or the canals in Venice were like, since there were no boats moving around, they just like became blue and there were like dolphins moving around. <laughs> and everyone was just like, oh, nature's, nature's healing. healing. We were the virus all along. And then just like, uh, my favorite one was someone posted a picture of a horse on a balcony and just like, horses are returning <laughs> to balconies. Nature's healing. Um, the funny thing is, though, it's like barely a joke. Yeah, no, I mean, barely a joke, but it's also I, I do laugh at it. Um, I have a good friend that we talked to who 
I got into a, a drunken argument once because he was like, you know what? If like there was something that wiped out the entire human race, like the world would be better off. And I was like, no, nah, come on. Like, yes, we've done a lot of things, but there are things that we could do to like make it better. And like, yes, there are some evil people. But now, like, I agree with them. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And like, the, I mean, the more I, I mean, I read Rainbow Six as a 13 year old and that involves a plot of like a bunch of like progressive eco terrorists, like releasing a virus to kill a not insignificant portion of the like the the world. 400,000 so like, people like, in the United States. I think it was more than that. It okay. was like a really high number. Like they were going to infect the Olympics and let everyone go back home and kill their whole countries. Ah, just so, so kind of like how like, Tokyo was like, we're still doing the 2020 Olympics in June of 2021, <laughs> even though they're, we haven't even started back. I'm sorry. I can't. Sorry. I'm Michael, gonna, the bad I'm part stopping. about that is that in the book, it was a terrorist plot. In real life, it was just everyone chose to do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's more of like a self-selection sort of thing. I keep reading um, articles that are like, We've done studies, and if we continue to do what we're doing now, we're all doomed. And I'm like, great. <laughs> Thank you. This is well, very good for my mental health right now. Michael, those studies have been coming out for uh, ever, yep. um, and we've ignored them. Michael, I'm, but to get back to it, um, there was, uh, I mean, I, th- I, th- I don't even know if it happened last year or is it the year before, but distressing. Michael, have you seen um, Knives Out, the movie? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so Anna's oh, Armas. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. Yeah. I suspect foul play. Um, <laughs> Anna Darmus, who is the uh, the like maid in that movie, who like solves it all, puts all the, the mystery together, started dating Ben Affleck. Ah, who's a man like eighteen years her senior. Um, I don't even know. Whatever. Um, but apparently, yesterday, Michael, they split up. Mm. And so my immediate reaction was, "Oh, good, nature is healing in 2021." <laughs> Because he has a massive like phoenix tattoo on his back, and she's the cutest woman alive. So, um, no. But the reason this is funny, Michael, I don't know if you've seen the images, which I I will share with you now, of um, the weirdest thing in the world. Apparently, Ben Affleck had a um, cardboard cutout <laughs> of Anna Darmus, just kind of in like a cute pose with her feet up, and. According to all the rumors, and I believe it's true, after they broke up and after the news broke, somebody walked out of Ben Affleck's house wearing like a long sleeve, like neon yellow gardener shirt with like tucked into some gardening pants, wearing gloves, a bucket hat and a big old mask and put Anna DeArmas's cutout, a cardboard cutout into the trash can. And according to all of the rumors, Michael, who was that person? (laughs) I mean, it has to have been Ben himself, right? Nope, it was his Oscar-winning brother, actor Casey Affleck. <laughs> okay, I have so many questions. Did Ben himself acquire this cardboard cutout, or was this a troll job by Mr. Armis, who basically left a note with the cardboard cutout in the bed, and it was like, this is the closest you'll ever get to me again, bitch. That's funny. I like that. Um, I could see this maybe being like, you know, since they're actors and maybe like they're gonna be on set for a while and they have to leave. And like, hey, uh, this will be. I'll be here when I like I'm gone. Keep it, whatever. Um, so maybe he just had this and then he made his brother, Oscar winner Casey Affleck, <laughs> throw it into the trash can, which is actually weird because that's where Casey Affleck should live. Um, Why does Casey, two- wait? Does Casey Affleck live with Ben Affleck? I, you know what? I don't know. What is our, what is our, what is the consensus on 
Ben Affleck now. Like, I feel like he's gone from like the highest of the highs to low to back up to winning an Oscar for Argo to back down for being a terrible Batman to back up for a variety of like, what is his deal? I think Ben Affleck is. uh, Does he suck? I think he's okay. I think he's a slightly like trashier Matt Damon, like <laughs> like slightly inoffensive. Like I think like everyone knows he's a talented person. He hasn't done anything like objectively, objectively terrible like his brother has. Mm, yeah, no. But Casey also, Affleck he's still sucks. like Boston Southie trash. You know, like you just know he's garbage. I just, you know, I just, I feel bad for him though. I feel like he's a very talented man. I feel like he's never done anything objectively bad and i'm probably wrong and my sister will text me like mid episode of all the ways that he's actually a big turd boy um i just feel like he's trying to find love man and like he he was with he was with j-lo and everyone knew that wasn't gonna work and then he was with jennifer garner and like they had kids and stuff and now he's with this woman and he everyone thought he killed his wife and that was a whole thing did that come into it I don't know about that. Yeah, there was that Is documentary Gone, Gone Girl about Ben Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> I will say the the, the full back Phoenix tattoo is not a, a a good sign in his favor. That's pretty bad. Um, I don't know. Here's the thing, though. If I was a if I was a celebrity and I was someone as famous as Ben Affleck, we've talked about this before. Like Bill Murray just goes around dumb, doing weird shit to people, like saying sure. like Guess who, like. I mean, the Phoenix tattoo wouldn't be where I would go, but I can see someone at his celebrity level just being like, what's the fucking dumbest thing I can do right now? That's like, true. He gets just yeah. absolutely fucking hammered. He goes to Dunkin Donuts. For some reason, it's closed. And he's like, what else can I do? I'm going to get a Phoenix tattoo on my back. Yeah, full back. It's going to take 18 hours. I sure. can't wait. Can't wait. So, Michael, I have, I have two thoughts. One, real quick. The only two IRL, like in someone's home cardboard cutouts i've seen are are, there are two amanda my little sister has a cardboard cutout of robert pattinson as edward cullen uh from the twilight movies i don't know where she got it i I no, he doesn't sparkle Uh. but she regularly will dress it up and just like it's actually weirdly in my bedroom when i go to visit my parents in the corner of the bedroom stuffed between two bookshelves so only his eyes are sticking out and it's really fucking weird um but she would use she used to leave it around to just spook people in her apartment uh the other one was uh andrew was it was it i forget or was it i want to say it was from subway i don't even know (laughs) she made a text me and let me know where you got it um the other one is Andrew, my roommate, uh, in co- like ended college, I think from Burger King, got a cutout after uh, when <laughs> Indiana Jones and the Crystal- Kingdom of the Crystal Skull came out, <laughs> had a cu- cardboard cutout of Indiana Jones rappelling down a rope, and it came with a rope, and he was just hanging in the corner of our apartment, mm. of our house. Mm. Um, so there's that. Those are the only two things I've seen. So I've never seen a cutout of a real person, especially one that I know. I don't think there's a better way to break up with someone than to have your brother take a cardboard cutout of your now ex-girlfriend knowing full well paparazzi are looking and put her in the trash can. Like, not fold it up, no, don't do anything, just put her full on in the trash can. Yeah, like, he could have just burnt it in a in a fire or, like, his fireplace, or he could have cut it up so that no one would know, but he, like, was like, no, you take this full fucking thing out, you make sure it is facing the cameras mm-hmm. and you stick this thing in the trash and quite frankly in one of the photos look directly at the camera as you put Anna and Armas into a trash can 
Or, or Casey Affleck is the younger brother of Ben Affleck, correct? Right. So Casey Affleck was over at Ben's house trying to comfort him after this terrible breakup and was like, hey, hey. dressed up like a gardener. <laughs> he like, was like, hey, man, you know, whatever. And then he was like walking around. And he was like, where the f- why the fuck do you have a cardboard cutout of this? And he decided on his own as a younger brother that it would be really funny to walk out there in plain sight with this cutout and stick it in the trash. Because that's something a younger brother would do, I feel like. I mean, Michael, if if we're if we're gonna take that to its logical conclusion, and based on everything I know about Casey Affleck via the documentary Ocean's Eleven, classic <laughs> cut up, um, <laughs> real time little brother uh, energy would be to find a photo of Anadarmus on the internet, make a cardboard cutout of it, go into the house like you're consoling your brother Benjamin, and then walk out with the cardboard cutout of Anadarmus that you <laughs> printed yourself at Kinko's not not more than two hours ago and throw it in the trash while big, give it a big thumbs up to the camera that you know is there. Or... And that's an Oscar-worthy performance. Or just 400 cutouts of her around uh-huh. his house. Ooh. So that when he wakes up, he sees nothing he but just sees, her. He just sees Anadarmus all yeah. over the place. Everywhere. Which, you know, okay. I mean, there, I, mean I guess... If you had just broken up with her, not what you want to see, but there are worse fates in the world than just if you like see mm-hmm. Anadarmus all over the place. So, Good point. You know. Michael, do you have anything else you want to talk about? Any funny stories? The only thing I really have, which I mean, you don't want to talk about this, but Chris Harrison, host of the Bachelor Bachelorette franchise, um, wrote a erotic uh, romance novel that uh, apparently Twitter is just just all all in all in a fuss about. Is it good? I don't know. I'm gonna buy it because I will read it. <laughs> um, Wait, Chris Harrison. Is he not the, is he not the, the pedophile dude? No, that's uh, Chris Hansen. Chris Hansen. So different. Michael, Until two, this moment right now, I thought they were the same person. Michael, two tall blonde men on ABC. I can see how you get that mixed up. But one brings people together. The other, and one like, hosts The Bachelor. <laughs> um, I, they look the same, do they not? Are they similar looking people? They look, I mean, they look similar. Again, they're both. Huh. They're both blonde white men. So, I just like, always thought it was a weird. It was weird for ABC to cat to to ask him to host The Bachelor after he had so much success. On Michael, the, the difference show. is that uh, Chris Harrison smiles and drinks mimosas. Mm. Chris Hansen frowns a lot. I which she should. I mean, yeah, no, no, no reason to smile. Um, but. I, Apparently, people are up in arms that Chris Hansen wrote a very, very erotic, according to this article on Bustle.com, very erotic article, are there uh, any, book. Are there any passages? Because because there was not the the worst uh, erotic fiction awards this right. year, I, I am know, Michael, very I know, hard I know we're for some thirsty. bad I know we're thirsty fiction. for it, buddy. I'm so the thirsty. O- the only... The only- clip I see, or, uh, yeah, I just see, he was positioning himself over her, raising her hips to meet his. Uh, his lips moved her ears to her neck. She panted, Jake, please don't make me wait anymore. So, I mean, it, it does sound like a pretty mm-hmm. bad sex and fiction uh, award nominee, but... Okay, so you're going to have to read it and then I will pick out specific it. called, passages for us. It's called The Perfect Letter mm-hmm. by Chris, Chris Harrison. It's about, it's about a love triangle and these kind of star-crossed lovers that, if anyone knows something about love triangles, it's me. I help create them. I help blow them up. So it's very easy transition, Chris explained. <laughs> Do we want the guy who's perfect on a paper? Do we want the guy who just rips our heart apart that we can't get out of our head when we wake up or go to bed? I see a lot of that on the show. <laughs> I will buy this book and re- I'll do a book review, Michael. Thank you. Yes, of course. Um, Michael, the only other story is that Army Hammer star of like uh, <laughs> multiple things. 
<laughs> might be a cannibal. <laughs> That's it, man. Like, like it's weird because 2021. I think everyone, Michael, to your point, we're all waiting for that Biden transition. Just be like, okay, we can all go back to chilling the fuck out for four years. And I know we're we're not there yet, but like 2021 has shown no signs of being like, yeah, well, we're going to take it easy. Here, I think the, the mistake that everyone makes, and a lot of people made this point on Twitter around New Year's, very annoyingly, that they were like, oh, everyone thinks everything's going to get better just because there's an arbitrary day that happened and it switched years. But they have a point in that, like, it wasn't so much 2020. I mean, 2020 was was bad from the beginning with the whole almost starting World War Three, but that wasn't necessarily any worse than anything that had happened the previous four years. So, like, I feel like it's not necessarily 2021, but, like, I'm thinking March. Like, by March, things Spring will be time. back to normal. S- springtime, yeah. Yeah, nice. everyone's coming out of their their winter funk, especially the people in, like, us, like me, in, in the northern areas where it's just, like, seasonal affective disorder and no sun for just fucking weeks. But, like, like mid-March, that, like... St. Patrick's Day is going to be a fucking party, but not actually a party because we still won't have vaccinations, but like a virtual party. Everyone will be thinking about it. Michael, Cinco de Mayo is going to be off off the fuck. Oh, yeah. We're going to Cinco de Mayo, but like, uh, you know, Labor Day is going to be unchained. By Thanksgiving 2021, for sure, we're going to at least be halfway there. I'll get to see my mom at Thanksgiving for sure. For sure. Thanksgiving 2022, you'll get to see your mom. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> Michael, the only other thing I have. And have this we made is, have think, we made this episode depressing enough? I think we have, but also I Michael, I think we threaded that needle, baby. Mm. Mostly with the very funny, oh, that's fun. Someone someone photoshopped the Casey Affleck, but with a cardboard cutout of Donald Trump being mm. put into a trash can. But the the weird thing is the Donald Trump they chose to go with is a very clearly like Reddit, like the Donald Photoshop. Uh. Uh, so Donald he's got like a, a twelve like, pack of abs. No, no, no. It's just like he's got a clearly tailored suit, which we oh. all know that Donald famously buys off the rack because uh, he thinks it. Makes just, him he doesn't much just better. buy off the rack. He goes to the big and tall store and then just turns around in a circle and picks one at random. Okay, so Michael, uh, look. The fact that you can see a gap between his elbow and his and his chest is the indication that this is a tailored suit and not a real photo. It's yeah, all, no, it's that's, also definitely, that's definitely Donald Trump's head on somebody who knows how to buy a suit's body. <laughs> it's like Emmanuel Macron's body and then Donald Trump's dumb, fat fucking head. Which is a thing that I think has happened. Um, <laughs> Michael, I, I got one final story. Yes. Uh, and it's not, I think we'll just close it out. I think really this is the only content I've found in three weeks. So I just want to burn through it just so we have nothing to talk about next week because I feel like that's appropriate. There's going to be so much to talk about next week. I feel like it's going to be good. Yeah, and again, fingers crossed nothing <laughs> happens tomorrow because boy howdy, that would be egg all over our face. Wow, this is gonna this is gonna age terribly. <laughs> so, Michael, sun's gonna rise tomorrow. It's gonna be so good. Everything's gonna be great. <laughs> is it? Um, so there's a new Batman movie coming out in 2022, starting Ralph. The Snyder weirdly, Cut. No, well, the Snyder oh. Cut is a tra- Michael put that in the trash can next to Anna Darmus, <laughs> where it belongs. Um, no, so starring Robert Pattinson. Um, as as the Batman himself, uh, along with Zoe Kravitz, it all and comes Colin around. Farrell. Robert Pattinson, it just comes it, you know all back really around. He really is the he really is the through line of all of our shows. Yep. Also, Zoe Kravitz and Colin Farrell as uh, Penguin, 
And, but, and if you don't believe us, listen to all previous 143 episodes. Everything we've said relates to Robert Pattinson in some way. Yeah. Six Whether degrees you know of Robert Pattinson. Yep. He really is. I, Michael, he weirdly has turned into one of our generation's finest young actors. Anyway, Michael, sometimes things get spoiled in movies, especially these comic movies when everyone's in a flurry. Usually it's that, you know, you learn things at, at things like Comic-Con. Didn't mm-hmm. happen this year. Well, apparently, so everyone knew that this movie was going to focus on, they released a, a quick trailer last Comic-Con with Robert Pattinson, Zoe Kravitz, and Colin Farrell as the Penguin. It looked really good, especially the only Colin just Farrell shooting. as the Penguin, Colin Farrell say. as the Penguin. I'm interested. Um, but apparently, is it weird that they didn't have to put any makeup on Danny DeVito at all to make him the Penguin? No, he just showed That's up. That's crazy. Like, they just, yeah. they pulled him off the street. They weren't even going to have the penguin in the movie. They saw Danny DeVito walking by the set, and they're like, holy shit. Holding a penguin for some yeah. reason. And like, he was like, yeah, okay, you want to be in this movie real quick. Michael, I, I appreciate what you're doing. I also will, will tolerate no slander or libel of uh, of Danny DeVito. No, I love Danny DeVito, but he does look but he, like he just walked on set and was like, I'm ready to go. Yeah. I did this. I just, I woke up like this. <laughs> um, So, everyone knew that. But, Michael, sometimes spoilers leak out from the most unlikely sources. Um, apparently, Riddler is going to be in the movie. Riddler. Jim yeah. Carrey, huh? Yeah, Jim Carrey. They're bringing him back. No, actually, it's Enigma. Paul, it's, Paul, it's Paul Dano from, uh, um, no, Paul Dano from uh, Little Miss Sunshine, the older brother. Can I tell you a story about Paul Dano? I'd love to hear about Paul Dano, bud. Tell me more. So, Do you have a cardboard cutout of him? <laughs> um, I was... During the pandemic, when when things started to to slow down, we were we were in between the first and second wave. The local bowl- <laughs> the, the good old days of the, June. The local bowling alley reopened, and they started doing bowling leagues again. And we we started doing one on Sundays because there was literally no one else in the bowling alley, and they had it pretty well separated. And we wore masks, and like we wa- we went there and we're like, okay, this isn't so bad. And we became pretty good friends with the bartenders because we were literally one of only like six people in the in the bowling alley. Well, one day we're sitting there and there's this guy and my friend that I'm with is like, you look really familiar. And he he was like, it's because I look like Paul Dano. And we're like, that's clearly not it because I have no fucking clue who Paul Dano is or that Paul Dano is even a person. But this and guy then he was so a drunk. Of Paul Dano, and you're like, oh yeah, you're fucking Paul Dano. <laughs> he was so drunk that he was just like, no, I look like Paul Dano. So, um, this guy wasn't Paul Dano, but he did look very much like Paul Dano. So I drank with someone who looks like Paul Dano. Um, Michael, I gotta before I move on to my point, um, I do got to tell you our. I mean, I know you. everyone goes to gas stations. You probably go a little bit less now than normal. Um, when was the last time you've been to a Shell gas station? Like inside of one? No, just to, a, to fill up gas. Oh, uh, probably. I mean, probably went to one while I was driving down to Florida recently. But Okay, so, um, you know, at Did the- Did Paul Dano you know, pump my gas? No. Um, oh. I just It's going on the like the doppelganger train. Um you know, like when you you see a band, like one of like the little poster boards, like oh, go go get a snack or sign up for the credit card or on the little like Shell TV mm-hmm. at a Shell gas station. Mm-hmm. Um, you've probably seen this guy in the Slack. I receive no less than one text a month being like, "Hey, did you know this dude's stealing your face for Shell gasoline?" It has not come through yet. Well, it's on Slack. Pause, It'll be there. Pause for effect. Pause for. Are you sure you sent probably- it to me and not to yourself? That's a great. That's a great one. <laughs> Actually, weirdly, Michael, I sent it to my work. Oh to four no! People. 
Uh, so one second, and I was. <laughs> Why are you sending us a picture of yourself? Here, it's coming through now. Michael, what do you think of that? You know, he looks like a cross between you and Dexter. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely definitely me and Dexter for sure. But I get this no less than once a month. Yeah, like people are like, hey, did you steal in your life? Stealing I mean, your money. You should. You should be the spokesperson for Rochelle. Yeah, I mean, I'd rather Michael. I'd rather you know what if I could if I could get paid money for just holding this is my favorite one that someone sent me. Um, it's just a, a picture of the man holding up a phone with the Shell gasoline app, holding a gas like a gas handle that says "fuel for thought," uh-huh. and then he's holding a bunch of like a bunch of snacks that says. Just chips, <laughs> candy water, bar. and candy bar. It's that clearly looks like a, a Snickers. Snickers though. It's a Snickers that just says candy bar on it. But he looks like me, and I think I need to fight him for primacy and to steal his skinny tie and cool suit. I think it's kind of like um, the movie The One with Jet Li, where you have to kill all of the other parallel universe versions of you, and you become more powerful. Dude, that movie kind of low-key kicks ass. Oh, that movie is it's amazing. Jet Li and Jason Statham. And have you man. have you ever seen the movie Romeo Must Die? Yeah, with it Jet fucking Li? rules. Like, yeah. Jet Li is he is one of the most underrated '90s action stars of that I can think of. Like he made some bangers. That's all I'm saying. I mean, Lethal Weapon Four kicks all sorts of ass because of Jet Li, and one mm-hmm. of the most mm-hmm. unrealistic things I've ever seen in, in an entire in movies. I think is Mel Gibson beating up Jet Li. Sorry, no. Never no, would have happened. Never. Anyway, Michael, going back to my point. <laughs> what was I, I honestly the I honestly Riddler do not? Oh, the Riddler. Yes, the Riddler. Edward, who do you think Edward Nigma? Well, you you said Edward Nigma. I did not. Who do you think released? Who leaked news that Riddler is going to be in this movie? Jim Carrey. No, that would be appropriate though. Uh, he, he's too busy doing Joe Biden impressions on SNL and making bad paintings of people. Uh, it's Mountain Robert Dew. Pattinson. Oh. <laughs> It's Mountain Dew, the soda brand, Michael, who I think teasing the waters of being like, hey, are supervillains okay to drink from? Uh, released a Riddler's Brew version mm. of Mountain Dew um, that leaked what he's going to look like and also that he's in the fucking movie. Um, and uh, Michael, it just really made me think, let's like, naming a, a beverage after a, a superhero, a supervillain who regularly tries to kill people is a bold move. And I don't know really why you like. I guess it's testing the waters. And you're like, Joker's too much. No one would want Joker because he's like no, Joker very much like sucks. Okay, Harley Quinn and the subsequent movies of Harley Quinn and TV show the cartoon cartoon Harley Quinn have proven that that the Joker can fucking die and then yeah. burn up no in the him. sun. Yeah. So no one needs him. Fine. They didn't want to go with the Joker, but I'm gonna have to say that like. Anyone who still drinks Mountain Dew products, they know what they're getting into. Like, Baja Blast is not a natural product of any sort. There are There is not a single thing in Baja Blast that you find naturally on this earth. So, like, Riddler's Brew, Mountain Michael, Dew? Michael, except for Baja. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, bud. Baja exists naturally, buddy. I mean, look, uh, I'm not saying it's not delicious. But, like... Look at Code Red, whatever the fucking purple one they had was, the just Mountain Dew regular. That's not, none of those things are natural colors. So it makes sense that they would go with the Riddler. Because it's like, riddle me this. What the fuck is it in this? 
I, Michael, I, I actually did not look into the flavors too much. I will look this up right now. Um, but I will say, first of all, it was also uh, named alongside numerous other new Mountain Dew flavors oh. on the on the Dew Drinker Discord channel alongside Major Melon, Baja Punch, Baja Flash, Snapped, the re-release of Pepsi Blue, and new flavors including Rise Energy, which is Berry Blitz, Rise Energy Peach Mango Dawn, oh, and three other Mountain Dew Rise Energy flavors. Um, they don't say what this will be, what flavors this will include. It looks like some sort of dark berry sort of situation. I do want to talk about, Michael, that the Riddler sucks shit. And like... <laughs> Before, I know why they wouldn't go with a bigger superhero, but like I, I, I've only read a handful of Batman comics. I know I know a good bit about the Riddler, but like he's just a dude who is named Edward Nigma and then just decided to become really good at puzzles and riddles. And now then, you say really good, but like right, and that Michael, that's my point. If if you built this entire identity around like your name being enigma a mystery and you're like well i better get good at riddles and puzzles and then the batman a punch boy billionaire who dresses up as a bat at night solves all your riddles i feel like after the first one i'd be like i guess i'll do accounting <laughs> like i'll just i'll call it quits i, I suck at this i always oh, suck i mean i'm very curious about the i guess the process for becoming good at creating riddles like what what do you think is training like when they show batman they're like okay what what during the bane batman movie he was like he was he was fixing his back and he was you know he's doing pull-ups and he's push-ups and he climbs the fucking thing and he's fucking i'm gonna become the fucking best batman ever like how do you become the best riddler like do you go to riddles.com do you Michael, you, I guarantee you from uh, other podcasts, but also having looked myself, you don't go to any <laughs> Riddles website on the internet to become good at Riddles because it's all just like, who made this pancake? God. <laughs> and that's that's literally, that's that's all of Riddles.com. I just don't. Has there ever been a good Riddle is what I'm saying? No, absolutely not. Well, Michael, actually, um, do you remember the, I think it was Mind Quest? I do not. So so this was something that was really big for my siblings and I. It was like a card game, and it'd be like you know the front card would have a riddle, and the back would be you know the answer, obviously. Um, <laughs> Is that how but, cards uh, work? Yeah, but the so like a lot of them, a lot of them were just like you know normal shitty riddles, but some of them had like a storyline, like a through line. So I, I'm pretty sure it's Mind Quest or like Mind. There's Mind Quest, maybe Mind Trap. But there was like a, a character storyline that included some of the questions would include this like detective named Shadow, which in my head, for some reason, I just envisioned like a big crime dog, like yes, scruff dog. Gruff. Yes, 100 percent. Obviously, as soon as you said Shadow, I thought of a dog. But so like my parents bought me this game, bought my siblings this one of the one of the riddles, Michael, was literally Shadow walked into a hotel room and a man was hanging from by his neck from a rope from the ceiling with a puddle of water underneath there's a puddle underneath him Mm. how did he die he peed himself he peed himself to death (laughs) it's like no he stood on a block of ice and then he hung himself first of all michael that's an insane riddle to put in a game for Mm eight-year-olds second of all can you imagine standing on a block of ice long enough for one it to melt for you to hang yourself with your bare feet just standing on a block of ice and you die i mean you have to want it real bad i feel like you would get 
frostbite <laughs> and your feet would die before you like, okay i'm out of here this actually sucks shit this is terrible that's really funny because like i remember gifted in elementary school we would do they didn't even call them riddles i don't they called them like brain teasers or some shit but that was one of them but then there was another one where the man uh eats albatross soup and then like gets really like sick or something i don't know he gets really angry and the whole thing is that like he thought he was eating albatross soup on this ship but it turns out he was eating people that's the punchline of the riddle good riddle yeah um (laughs) and that was something we heard about in elementary school so like i i get it has have you ever met anyone who said like you know what i love riddles no 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 actually likes riddles but like riddles are everything Michael, we actually fucking have, and I know he listens to this, so I'm going to fucking put him on blast right now. Our friend Amos. Amos loves fucking riddles. He goes to Puzzle Hunt at MIT every fucking year, and it seems like a really good time in blast. It's not really, it's not a riddle, though. It's an actual puzzle. I would say puzzles, puzzles and like those types of games. Da Vinci Code sort of situation. Like, yeah, mysteries, but like riddles. No one likes riddles, but then, but then like every fucking Snapple cap has a riddle. And and those little what was the what was the ice cream pop things that had the riddle and you had to eat the ice cream pop in order to see the answer to the riddle? Flintstones? Whatever. I don't know what it was. <laughs> <laughs> but like, why are they everywhere if no one likes them? I just feel like if I ran into a Sphinx out of anywhere and it just like asked me a riddle, I'd be like, piss off, I'll find somewhere else to go. Like, I don't even want to be here. I'll, I'll find a better way to cross ass. this fucking bridge, you stupid piece of shit troll. Yeah, I don't care. You want, here's 50 bucks. Fuck off. <laughs> I'm dying for this shit. Here's a Nintendo Switch. You want to have fun with this while I just go see whatever is behind you, you fucking idiot? Michael, I think that's going to do it for us this week on Trends in Low Places. Um, everyone, if you like this show, unless, Michael, do you have more riddle talk? You want to talk about riddles? No, Anything I mean, riddle? the only thing I was going to say is that please send us your best, and by best, I mean absolute worst riddles. Leave us a five-star review with your most terrible riddle. Yeah, send us just anonymous emails and tweets just with the fucking worst riddles and i swear to god if i put your riddle into riddles.com or some kind of riddle website and it comes up i'm gonna be fucking angry at you for being furious i'm gonna be so angry you need to make up the worst riddle you've ever heard yeah yes yeah stolen riddle value (laughs) riddle valor will not be tolerated (laughs) will not be tolerated Um, here yeah, well, everyone, if you like the show, you can find out information about our podcast network that we do all the time at goodbuddymedia.com, which, Michael, I did just get the bill um, mm. for the the domain renewal. Yep, and got the other one. I was honestly a little bit upset that I paid for it because... Are you more why? or less upset than when you get weirdbuttsonline.com? <laughs> uh, more because this one is $225. So I'm just like, what am I doing with this? Why? Um, and weird butts is $25. And that's True. that's more doable to me. I do have um, uh, I do still have do- the doppelgang. We should do something with that for yeah. sure. Um, but yeah, you can find out stuff at that website. Um, if you've never been there, you'll see brand new content. This is brand new um, content if you've never seen it before. If you've ne- if you have been there, then um, well, you know it's time for a refresh anyway. You should brush up on your old facts. Um, so you can find out more information about this show and our sister show, longest days of the li- <laughs> of our lives, in which Michael and I and our good buddy Curtis are watching every single episode of the Hit Show Twenty Four. We stopped about halfway through season three because it involved what was about to be the breakout of a deadly pandemic. Yeah, um, on uh, terrorist black market. 
and it just didn't seem appropriate to continue. Um, and also we were all bummed out, but we are going to bring that back. And Michael, I, I do have to stress, um, I did listen back to episode 113 of this show, uh, which was about 35 episodes, 30 episodes ago. Um, so about a year ago. Mm. And I literally said the exact same thing I was about to say. Now we're coming back any day now. Um, we do have plans. So we're going to try to record at least three episodes in a row with Curtis, get him on the books and just knock out a whole bunch of stuff. Um, even if you've never seen 24, that show is very fun. I'm really excited about getting back into 24. Cause like there's been several times where I've gone to watch shows and I've been like, eh, nothing really is like, Nothing's really doing it for me right now, but like, yeah, I feel like I can get back. I'm excited. No, so we we are gonna bring that one back. And again, if you've never seen it, doesn't matter. It's that show <laughs> is just us not. really shooting the shit and having a good time. Curtis so, has never seen it, and it worked for him. Yep. Yeah, I mean, don't watch 24. Just Do listen not to our watch podcast. 24, yeah. It's twice as long as the show, and like way funnier. <laughs> um. So it's just us having a good time. So, uh. Go check that out. And Michael, how else can people help us out? Uh, you can help us out by finding us on your podcast app of choice by searching for Trends in Low Places. And uh, you can smash that subscribe button and also give us a five-star review with, um, in- instead of leaving a review, like a-, a riddle, like we said, or literally anything. Like a pie recipe? Yeah. Oh, well, a pie recipe would be terrific. I've been, yeah, I've been I'd baking. Look- I made yeah. a quiche Beauty. yesterday. If anyone has any like good keto baking recipes, I'm trying to get back on low carb other than, you know, my Oreo uh, (laughs) spam sandwich. Um, So just let me know. I'm curious how everyone's doing on on their diet resolutions. Uh, You can also find us on Twitter uh, at TILP cast. Welcome to our our new followers who I keep seeing uh, pop up. I'm so sorry. I'm so very sorry. I'm baffled, but I am so grateful um you know send us any stories you have or you know you just want to talk like we're literally doom scrolling twitter probably like I don't all know, day. 18 hours a day all day so also like, if, if, if anyone you, makes the the spam oreo sandwich i want to see your creations yeah so if like you tweet at us i'm probably gonna respond because like i don't have shit to do so yeah entertain Michael's living his life yeah i'm, I'm just Michael, living my best life michael um, needs the interaction you can also send us stories or anything at uh, goodbuddymedia at gmail.com. And um, I think that's it. Yeah, I was going to uh, hear you in one second. You can uh, also see Kush in his special role at all Shell gas stations, eating the most generic food possible. Mm-hmm. Yep. While filling up nothing, just standing there holding a pump. He will not fill up anything, though. He does not know how to fuel, use that Fuel pump. for thought. <laughs> Yeah, Michael, I don't have a shower thought, so I'm just gonna just gonna let you go. Michael, it's been lovely talking with you, buddy. Love you. Love you too. Toodles. Toodles.